There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Welcome once again to Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour three. Live on my talk 1071 and later on various sources. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Setting the table coming up in a little bit. It's a double feature, big fat movie review. Holly and I saw Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Is it as good as the buzz would lead us to believe? Will we have the same opinion? All will be answered shortly. Mm. Been the dirt alert. And then the moment you've been waiting for, our weekly trivia face-off, powered by Trivia Mafia. Today, Team Jason and Alexis go up, goes up against two members of the Illuminati, the My Talk Academy, social media director Quinn, and promotions goddess Jess. The topic, 2000s pop culture. Yeah. But first, Alexis, you'll be very pleased with me. Um, oh, yeah? We, we were joking, before we get to the movie review, this will make you laugh. Um, Alexis, uh, there's an ongoing thread on our show. And if Kenny's still listening, he can pop in because Kenny was involved in the beginning of the birthing of this. There is a joke uh, on our show ongoing about how Alexis sits in row 36 in steerage and how uh, Colin and I sit in first class. Yep. And Kenny Kenny loves the first class, too. Oh, and sure. it's a joke. I, I always worry. It's not it's it's not a braggadocious thing. It really it's it's just for fun. And and uh, you know me, it's not I'm, I don't think I'm better than anyone. And so anyway, I just always like to say that because people take that the wrong way. It's a joke, people. It's a joke anyway. Yeah. Um. So we kid about this all the time. And Alexis found this influencer, this comedian who did this TikTok recently <laughs> yes. about sitting in first class for the first time. And she is hysterical i just showed executive producer jeff and we were rolling i <laughs> so found good. her i found Yay, her and how she's changed forever i can't remember if there's bad words though no i just listened to oh, it fantastic yeah. okay uh reezy is the account uh marie faustin here she is um oh god talking about sitting in first class for the very first time so i've never flown first class i know <gasps> I was shocked too. I was like, am I ugly? Why have I never been in the front of a plane? 
<laughs> decided to change that yesterday, right? <laughs> Flew first class for the first time. Let me tell you something. They're treating y'all terribly in the bag. They hate y'all. It's giving Cinderella, okay? Because before I even sat down, they were like, excuse me, miss, we're getting ready to take off. What would you like your takeoff drink to be? I was like, my what? They were like, your takeoff drink. I said, oh, baby, bring the champagne. <laughs> Not a glass. Leave the bottle. <laughs> And I got PTSD from being in the back, okay? The peak stand for poverty. Because when you're in the back, if you fall asleep, they will sneak that golf cart by you and not give you nothing to eat. In the front, they gently wake you up. I think she blew on me. I think she was like, hey, beautiful, you hungry? The pilot's up there frying eggs. What you want to eat? Like, I'm eating a parfait in first class. Y'all sharing a single bag of sun chips and licking each other's fingers. It's not right. But for me, the thing, the biggest thing that made me go, oh, I, it's different up here, is when you land, what do they do in the back? They be like, hey, brokey, wake up and bring that seat back up or we gonna die. In the front, they don't make you put your seat up. I landed like this, okay? And my flight attendant had abs. I ain't never going back to the back. <laughs> <laughs> My flight attendant had abs. <laughs> Y'all licking each other's fingers with your baby bo baby bag of sun chips. Oh, God, I love her. So good. Reezy, R-E-E-E-Z-Y on Insta. Uh, Marie Ooh. Faustin. She's a comedian, it looks like. She has gigs and, oh, God, oh, I am now a fan. Yeah. I am now a fan. Uh, it is now time for... How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 Electric Boogaloo. Holly and I saw it. Ladies first. Holly, talk to us. Ooh, this is the seventh installment in the Mission Impossible franchise, which has been around for almost 30 years at this point. The first one came out in 1996 mm. with Tom Cruise. And I really liked it. I was like, this is an old school action movie where Tom Cruise does ridiculous crap. The plot, hey, you know what? It's kind of fast and loose. You get a lot of expositional dialogue. So if you're worried about having a being caught up with the plot, don't worry about it. They catch you up with it. It's, it's just an excuse for Tom Cruise to jump off his motorcycle off the off the Austrian Alps. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I liked it. I really did. I had a lot of fun, and it's nice that there is a great mix of practical, special effects, stunt works, car driving, racing, kicking butt, and, you know, there's a little digital effects, too, but it's just a nice old-school action movie. Now, is it a little long? Yes, but everything is a little long these days. That's fine, but I was here for it. I like it. Tom Cruise, whatever you have against him, he is one thing. He is the last movie star. He's what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> and he's bringing it all. Uh, yes. <laughs> Giving it all, bringing it all. Yeah, he sure is. Mm-hmm. Um, as Siskel Niebert continues, uh, I, capital L, liked it. Mm-hmm. I I probably didn't love it as much as Holly, probably because I didn't see it in the afternoon like Holly. Oh, yeah. I saw it like a two o'clock match. Okay. I, I treated myself to that, and I was like, I'm going to go see this on the IMAX, too. Oh, I, nice. Yeah. 
Explosy juice or what? Yeah, I should have maybe have gone with you, Holly. I should have gone <laughs> because I, as I said in the first hour, I'm hungry. I'm uh, <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I'm eating paper and uh, and little pieces of nut. Dust. Um, yeah, dust and toothpaste and uh, and it was late. You know, it was a, like a six, so we didn't get out till like nine thirty. It is a little long. I agree with ninety five percent of what Holly said. It is a movie. Capital M O V I E. Is it? Ex- it, it it is exciting. It is large. Um, I appreciate the number of practical effects Tom and the crew did. You can tell. There are moments that should be on green screen for safety, but they are not on green screen. Oh, yeah. You can see Tom Cruise's cheeks flapping while yes. he's falling through the air. So I appreciate all of that. I will say in the back, this is what I had in the back of my mind. And, and, and it's not a referendum on Mission Impossible itself. But Holly, I don't know if you thought the same thing. This was the first thing Colin and I said to each other as we left the theater. All of the people that complained about the ridiculousness of Indiana Jones seem to be pretty quiet with Mission Impossible. Oh, sure. And I thought, uh, okay, if you think the action set pieces in Indy were crazy, oh my goodness. Now, look, again, you got to go with the bit. You got to go with the bit with, you got to believe, you go with the bit with Indiana Jones, and you got to go with the bit. With Mission Impossible. And if you do, you're going to really enjoy yourself. I it, I did enjoy myself. I think I went too late. And I do think it was about... And, but Holly, you did say this. You could shave 20 minutes off everything. I would have been probably a little happier if they would have shaved 15 minutes off. I think they lost me about three quarters of the way through. I got antsy. Yeah, you know, the thing with the Mission Impossible movies, because... I, I'm like, what the what happened in the last one? I don't care. The, yes. They, they take their time with the expositional, expositional dialogue, meaning that the characters are going to say it, not do it, and they're going to catch you up on what the heck is happening in this movie. And they make it easy for people to walk into this movie having never seen a Mission Impossible movie in their life. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie where I'm like, okay, do we need everyone to be talking in a room? You know, there's lots of uh, CIA people, national intelligence people, and they have a conversation with each other. And I'm like, all right, that's great. Okay. All right. Whatever. Bye. So that being said, I guess it's just like, yeah, we got to just lay it out there for people so that we can get to Tom Cruise on top of the train. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little long, but... I, yeah, I think with Indiana Jones, I think that the criticism there was that there are fantastical elements that defy our current understanding of science and technology. Absolutely. Whereas Mission Impossible, the main villain in this movie, I mean, I'll say it, it's not a spoiler alert. It's no. this artificial intelligence that can now think for itself. Oh, and so that's too real, it, isn't it? it? We're getting, uh, yeah, that that is. The Once, entity, right? The Isn't entity. It called the yeah. entity. Yeah, that is like... Drink two, every time you hear that, yeah. <laughs> two steps. That is like two steps removed from reality. So yes. I think that's why people are not given Mission Impossible that much, that kind of flack. But We're, Holly and I are reviewing Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I uh, Now, uh, again, I didn't... 
there isn't really a negative. I, I, I again, capital L liked. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did. I here's another positive. I wasn't quite sure if one and two were going to be needed. Like, you know, do we really need this broken up into two? I actually like how they landed the plane, so to speak. Yeah, I think it it it, it key it it keys up part two perfectly. Yeah, and you're like, oh. Two and a half more hours. Okay, oh I goodness. did think that, however. Oh, I did man, think guys. that. So <laughs> Two like, and they're, a half. They're chasing something, Alexis. Like, everyone's looking Ooh. for, like, a MacGuffin. Yeah. And, and the Mag- they it's almost like Return of the King that had, like, five endings. They keep, everybody keeps, <laughs> yep. they keep, every, somebody else keeps getting this MacGuffin. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, okay. Oh, now they have it. Okay, now here's another set piece. <laughs> oh, wait, now they have it. Oh, okay, now they have it. Holly, that's so funny you said that. I thought the same thing. I'm like, okay, I like how they queued this up, but, oh, God, we're going to be chasing this thing for another three hours for another movie? Yeah, you know that it's going to be three hours Dead Reckoning Part 2 because this might be the last time that Tom Cruise has a go-round in this franchise. So he's going to be taking it to 11. One last thing I did want to mention about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning that I really appreciate is that Tom Cruise is a gracious co-star, and he specifically... Mm. Gives plenty of room for his female co-stars to kick butt. Uh, Oh, awesome. Bravo. Absolutely. Not going to add one more thing because that's a great place to leave it because you are absolutely right. What a great thing to bring up. Yes. Rebecca Ferguson. Haley Atwell. uh, The the woman who plays the, the villain. He leaves room for these people to shine and they are wearing practical pants and footwear to kick butt. Yeah. Oh, so no high heels? No high heels, Alexis. No high heels, It's not Jurassic World. No, it's not Jurassic World. It's not like, I'm going to wear my cocktail dress. It's like, no, I'm wearing my sensible pants and boots because I know action is coming. Yep. Yes. What Holly said. What Holly said. Well, I'm excited to see this. And in the theater. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right, Holly. People have to. It should almost be illegal to not see this in the theater. Yeah, I saw it in the IMAX. Feel like it was worth it. Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for me to tell you to sign up for Listener Rewards. Right, Alexis? That's right. Do it. You're already listening. That's right. Might as well win some stuff. Would you like to know, Lex, what people can win? Absolutely. What do we got this month? You can win tickets to see Jersey Boys. Oh, and I love how the music always ends as I... (laughs) uh, You know how much I love that. There we go. Um, Oh, Jason. I'm a professional. Jersey Boys at Shanhassen Dinner Theaters, Pink at Target Field, tickets to Nikki Glaser at Mystic Showroom, or an all-new Golden Girls play at Pantages Theater. We even have tickets to the Minnesota Children's Museum. It's a museum for children in Minnesota. Go to mytalk1071.com to sign up. Holly Roberts has a full-size dirt alert when we return. Hey, everyone. It's Alexis. I want to talk to you about My Genetics by Health Partners, a community health research program with no-cost genetic testing. This incredible program scans your DNA for breast and ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, high cholesterol, and more. I did my genetics last year, and I can't recommend it enough. By getting a better understanding of my DNA, my genetics can help me detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. Know your genes and unlock a healthier future like I did. Visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And just like that, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Holly Roberts will now serve up on a beautiful silver platter that we just polished. All the big headlines of the day in the Dirt Alert. Mm. 
one's on strike. We'll that be right is, back. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we say that because it's true. SAG AFTRA, the union that represents actors in Hollywood, announced yesterday it is on strike against film and TV companies. This is marking only the second time in Hollywood history that actors have joined writers on the picket line. The WGA, the Writers Guild of America, has been on strike since early May, and now the actors are on strike beginning today. And picketing starts this morning and this is a big deal because sag after members are not going to be able to attend premieres or do interviews for completed work they can't go to award shows attend film festivals or even promote projects mm. on social media while the strike is in effect you know one of the things uh that they can't do no comic con panels comic con <laughs> The big pop culture convention what? that happens in San Diego every next year weekend. next weekend. No panels. I mean, well, at least panels with actors that are promoting their projects. You'll still get comic book and pop culture related panels, but a lot of them are shutting down. Yep. Are, you're it's going, right, Lex? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that I'm was sorry. the plan. You, oh, We've um, hit a roadblock. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's for another day to tell that story. Okay, but totally. um, but yes, that was uh, my brother's going. His friends are going, and this is a big deal because yeah. that that's a big draw is to have those panels of TV shows and movies that uh, you know you want to get your questions asked and uh, get all the swag in the merch. Oh, that's not, right. Oh, yeah. Now. Um, some of the ways that we have seen this already in action was at the London premiere of Oppenheimer last night. The cast of that movie left the premiere before the screening in solidarity with the strike. Christopher Nolan, the director of that movie, did confirm that the reason that everybody left was, in fact, because the strike was called and in solidarity with that. So uh, the W or the DGA, the Directors Guild of America, has reached an agreement with the producers uh, so Christopher Nolan is there, but none of the cast is, and uh, they're not going to be doing press for any of these movies. That Barbie uh, press rollout that we've oh. been enjoying so much, the, fa- the fantastic marketing that that movie has uh, executed this summer, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. this fall. Wow. And fall, I mean, because it, look, it's not going to end anytime soon. No. The fall movie season, the holiday movie season, it's just going to be real weird. It's going to be odd. Yeah, because by all means, uh, this strike is going to be continuing for quite some time. Um, They're at a crossroads with a lot of things, both the actors and the writers in Hollywood. You know, they're fighting over the structure of residuals. That means how do actors and writers get paid for the work that they've done in the past? They're also fighting against how is artificial intelligence going to be implemented in this industry and how is that going to be equitable and fair? Um, They're also asking, you know, streamers to be transparent with their numbers, which they're not meaning. We don't know what the ratings are on Netflix. No, we have which, to trust Netflix. There's no regulation which, <laughs> to I make them. You, and you guys know this. That was odd before. Yes. I always thought that was sketcheroo. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're telling us. Well, you're telling us that Orange is the New Black has such and such numbers, but. Or you're telling us that this document, we don't House of Cards season two premiere had such and such, but 
Why is it okay if the networks have to release uh, ratings info? Why don't you? Well, and let's talk about network TV and how they gather those ratings. It's through a third party. You know, the, when we talk about Nielsen yeah. numbers, Nielsen is a company yep. that gathers that data and then shares it, and then it goes public. And so there's nothing like that. The equivalent with streaming services, we just got it. We just got to trust them. And Let that's it. And Nielsen ain't perfect either. Well, yeah. But that's for another day. <laughs> I mean, at least it's some yeah. kind of measurement. Absolutely. Yes, it is some kind of measurement. And uh, there have been companies bantered about about who would be gathering the streaming content, uh, the streaming data. So that's what folks are fighting for. And they're fighting for mm. a livable wage to make their Art because right now lots of folks are finding it very hard to even make the guild minimum. And if you don't make the guild minimum, that means you don't get health insurance. You you know you're having a hard time paying your bills. And so, like Jason, you said succinctly, it's not about the Julia Roberts. It's not no. about the Denzel Washington. This is about the workaday actors and writers who supply you with the things that you love to consume. Yep. And they're that's why you and they're struggling. Yeah. 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 They're struggling. So that's that's why you should care. We're going to take a break. We care that we have some special guests that we're going to, well, we're going to annihilate them. But that's fine. It's fine. It's weekly <laughs> trivia face-off. Well, followed by trivia, not a mafia next. Let the battle begin. Time now for the weekly trivia. Face. Jason and Alexis versus everybody in a pop culture quiz thing. Powered by Trivia Mafia. Here's your host, Holly Roberts. Now make like a woman whose neighbor has a pet chimpanzee and face off. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. It's 8.30. It's time for our WTF Weekly Trivia Face-Off powered by Trivia Mafia. And that is where Jason and Alexis face off. Against very special celebrity guests on hot trivia questions. And this week, we are joined by several members of the My Talk Academy. That would be promotions guru Jess and social media master Q. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. You both, you both will be losing soon, so don't worry about it. It'll be a very short visit. Just oh man! Don't be shy now, uh, Jess Q. How you feeling this morning? Now, well, by the way, our theme today is two thousands reality television. So, what were you doing in the year two thousand four? In two thousand four, I was about seven years old. Cut his mic immediately. Uh, <laughs> But I will say, I was watching so much reality TV with my family. We were huge into Amazing Race, uh, Fear Factor, Top Chef. We were watching everything. So I think, even though I might be young on this, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding for the topic. Oh, Jess. Oh, wow. I'm feeling much better that I said Q is going to carry the team. So I think he's <laughs> wise beyond his years and oh, he's going to pull through. For my us. goodness. Well, here are the rules Woo-hoo! of the game. We got 10 questions in the game. Each team will play three questions in the first segment, then two questions in the second segment. And we're going to alternate between teams. So I'm going to ask Jason and Alexis their question, then Jess and Q yours. 
Teams have 20 seconds to submit their answer. Your 20 seconds begins after I've asked the question in full. You say final answer to submit your answer. Now, if you don't submit an answer before the 20 seconds are up or your answer or you answer incorrectly, the opposing team can steal the question. They've got 10 seconds to steal. And if they answer it right, they get the point. Now the team with the most points wins. If we're at a tie at the end of the game, we do it Price is Right style. Numerical question and the closest to the actual retail price without going over then wins the game. Lex, how how are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling, you know, I mean, we am what we am. (laughs) (laughs) We we got it or we don't. I don't know know what that means. This is how I always feel. Like, we either got it or we don't. That's very true. We'll come up with some kind of answer. Here we go. I'm excited to have these two here because we love you guys. So, yeah. Welcome. Making the behind the scenes magic happen. Always. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And they're being so polite because usually our guests are bleep talking each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say, do you need us to like throw out some trash talk? Yeah. We've had some rude ones. I won't say Bradley. (laughs) Changing his name, but Bradley. All right. Well, we're going to get going with uh, Team Jason and Alexis. Your first question in this morning's WTF 2000s reality TV edition. You will start. uh, The timer will start when I complete the question. Here we go. The first winner of American Idol just released her 10th album. Chemistry is the name of it. Who is she? Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Final answer. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. Is it right? So Jason and Alexis for the point. See, guys, it's just Man. as easy as that. Not to be a Lori, oh, but like, that was an easy one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 That was. That was. Well, like, Jess is right. Yeah. All right. Jess Q, here's your first question. <laughs> Richard Hatch was convicted for tax evasion related to his prize money from a variety of reality shows, primarily winning the first season of what popular series? You look like you know this. Yeah, Survivor, right? Survivor. Are you with me? Yeah, let's do it. Survivor, Survivor. final answer. Survivor, yeah! final answer. Now I will tell you, these questions get harder the further yeah. we move along. So it's a decoy. That's what I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Our second question, Jason and Alexis. Here is your second 2000s reality TV question. Brigitte Nielsen started dating a man on The Surreal Life which was documented on Strange Love. They broke up, leading to the creation of what VH1 reality dating show? Oh, it's Flavor Flav. Now, what was the reality show name, Jason? Flavor of Love. That's it. Final Final answer. Yes! Flavor of Love, of course, a part of (laughs) VH1. (laughs) What? What? VH1. Okay, little John. <laughs> the little John, not Flavor Flav. Yeah. Flavor Flav. Oh, sorry, Public Enemy fans. Uh, yeah, so that was part of vh one celeb reality block of television from the early 2000s. So Jason and Alexis get the point. They have two points so far. Team My Talk Academy also has a point. Let's see if they get this one. Professional wrestler Mike the Miz Mizian, rapper Heather B, former House Representative Sean Duffy, and Queer Eye host Kamaro Brown first rose to fame as participants on what standing, long-standing MTV show? Okay, so it's real world or road rules, but probably real world, I think it's probably real world, yeah. Okay. 
Let's do that. Real world final answer. Real world is right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> Alexis, you're cheering. You're I'm cheering sorry. For the I mean, I'm, uh, yeah. Where's the smack talk? Yeah. Right. Go down. We Personal got... feelings aside, Alexis. Sorry, sorry. After yeah. me. Personal feelings aside. Yeah. Yeah, this is war. We stay polite to win over the enemy. That's right. Whatever, Jess. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Our WTF Weekly Trivia Face-Off continues with our next 2000s reality TV question. Jason and Alexis, for your third point this morning, here's your next question. Rather than applying to go on the show, contestants were nominated by their friends to have their wardrobe and sense of style ripped apart on what TLC makeover show? Oh, my gosh. That was Stacey London. What was that name of that show, Jace? Um, oh, um, um, and that other guy, <laughs> they hosted it together. Was it what, what, what not to wear? What, what, what not to wear? Final answer. Oh, God. Just a what not to oh wear? Oh my God! With Stacy London and Clinton Kelly, that's a guy. Where their you? answer to oh everything was to put someone in a sheath dress and heels. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <You? laughs> I love that tell. Oh my God! Like you pulled that right from your butt. Pretty much. Seriously, yeah. somewhere. Woo! Yeah. Woo! You got the Way point. Go, Jason and Alexis have three Ooh. points. Team My Talk Academy with Quinn and Jess have two points. Let's see if they can tie it up with their next 2000s reality TV show question. Here we go. The short-lived Fox series, Mr. Personality, in which 20 men wore color-coded latex masks to disguise their appearance, was pretty much only notable for its host, who became a household name in 1998. Name that host. Do you know what this is? It's on the tip of my tongue. This is way too obscure for me, but feel I feel like a host that was launched, launched their career. Maybe mm-hmm. is it like Ryan Seacrest? Mm-hmm. No, well, they became else, a household name. Oh, yeah. Household name. I mean, let's just go with that. It's All right. Do you, want, do you want to lock that in? Do it. Lock All it right. In. Ryan Seacrest, final answer. <gasps> no. Oh, steal. Grace, do you know? No. Is it Joe Rogan? Um, That's only a, a, who's a household name these days. Mr. Final answer. Whatever that was, it was uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Joe? <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Oh. Interesting. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, that was mm-hmm. yeah. became a household name. Not necessarily for, no. you know. <laughs> For that show. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. We're wrapping up our first half of WTF here as it stands right Ooh. now. Team Jason and Alexis are in the lead with three points. Team My Talk Academy, you have two points. That would be Quinn and Jess. It's still anybody's game. We've got more questions to ask our teams on the other side of this break. Who's going to win this week's WTF? Is it Jason and Alexis? Is it Quinn or Jess? The only way you're going to know is if you tune in on the other side of this break and we wrap up this week's WTF 2000s reality TV show edition powered by Trivia Mafia. We'll be right back. Oh, this email really resonated with me. It's from John. He says, I hope I never buy another home again. But if I do, I hope to do it with Nick from First Equity 
for the mortgage. He made things quick and easy and was very professional. <laughs> yeah, it is quite a task when you are buying a home and you're working with a lender like First Equity. You sign that ream of paper at the end and you're like, Ooh, what did I do? What did I do? You can't help that feeling. But if you work with a team like First Equity, a very um, community-based, right here in our market, worked here 23 years and counting, there's just much more confidence that you have in going into the process. Also, if you have first equity on the paperwork, you're locked and loaded, ready to go, especially if it's your first time buying, that sends a signal to the seller like, these people, they're serious, they know what they're doing, they're working with a fantastic team. So, any mortgage questions, 763-251-8000, or use my talk keyword, David. Let's get back to it. Back to it. Time for the thrilling conclusion of weekly trivia. Face. Powered by Trivia Mafia. Back to you, Holly. Oh, thank you so much, Rocco. It's the second half of WTF, our weekly trivia face-off. Powered by Trivia Mafia. And hey, look, you love 2000s reality TV? Make sure you come to Jersey Shore Trivia all of July. Trivi- visit TriviaMafia.com forward slash Jersey for dates Times and locations. We're doing 2000s reality TV trivia here on WTF. It's Jason and Alexis versus members of the My Talk Academy. That would be Jess, our promotions person extraordinaire, and our social media manager. Who win? Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say I was confident and I have known none of the answers for myself. Jess has done all the answers, except for Flavor of Love, which I kept in my back pocket <sighs> thinking of obscure reality TV, and it just happened to be your guys' question. So Look, look at you, Jess, doing yeah. better than, than, yeah. than expected. Oh, he's just, I, I have a full confidence that we'll take the second half. And- okay. <laughs> yeah. We're representing the Academy. That. We're representing the world against <laughs> Right. Oh, my God. Well, let's get back to Jason and Alexis. Here is their fourth 2000s reality TV question in WTF this morning. Let's do it. Which of these people was not a regular member of season one of Project Runway? Heidi Klum, Nina Garcia, or Zach Posen? Who was not Zach Posen? I'm yeah, sure. Alex, I didn't watch it, so I, I love you, this you show. Did. If I'm I wrong, know. I'm really sad. Nina, I feel like he's always been there. Zach Posen, final answer. <gasps> You're right. Ah! <laughs> he did come later on. Uh, Zach Posen guested in seasons three and four, and he joined as a main judge in season 11. All right. Oh, wow, he was not Dude. on very much. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, you know your project right. Oh, I love that show. She loved that uh, show. Yeah. Oh, Jason and Alexis with four points. Team My Talk Academy with two points. Let's see if you can get your third point by answering this question correctly. Which of these top people, or excuse me, which of these people was not a regular member of season one of Top Chef? Padma Lakshmi, Tom Colicchio, or Gail Simmons? Okay, and I was just talking about how much I love Top Chef, I and think, Padma just left, but I don't... I think she's always been on. I think she's always she? been on. I think it's Gail, I don't know I think, yeah, I think Tom has always been on, too. Okay. We're going to go with Gail, final answer. <gasps> Jason Alexis for the steal! Oh, not Padma! Tom! Final answer. Uh, you... Oh! 
Brian is Padma Lakshmi. She what? started hosting in season two. Oh my word! Oh, who's the host of season one? Oh man! Oh my goodness! Uh, oh, oh, okay. oh, we we well, really we really tooted on that one. All right, we still have a chance. That was that was absolutely horrible. Oh, good job. <laughs> oh, top chef. There's a lot of beans in that meal. Was that the special ingredient there? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we've got one more question in our WTF, our weekly trivia face-off powered by Trivia Mafia. You know, I hate to say it, but the numbers are against, are against the MyTalk Academy. Yo. I feel like this is somehow just some giant way to get back at us for the awards. I feel like this is repercussions <laughs> for being the MyTalk mm. Academy. Yeah. Oh, you're oh, talking about well, the My Talk Awards. You mm-hmm. might be on to something no. there. Oh. <laughs> you. <laughs> I knew it. Oh. Didn't seem right. Well. Or not. <laughs> oh. Well, let's wrap it up. Here's our last set of questions in this week's WTF 2000s reality TV edition. Jason and Alexis, here's your last question. Fans of what syndicated Texas set reality show were surprised in 2002? When host Tommy Grand was unexpectedly replaced by Joey Greco. Oh my God. I, I just heard a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> what? None of that was English. <laughs> um, I don't know. Testicle Festival? I don't know. Final it's answer. Texas. <laughs> Testicle uh, Festival. Final answer. For the steel? <laughs> um, can I just say, like, Cadillac Ranch? I yeah, think that's sure. a restaurant, but maybe a show. Oh. Yeah, Jess, go for it. Cadillac Jess Ranch. Is, <laughs> final answer. <gasps> Jess is pulling out Mall of America restaurants. It's Wait better than Testicle. I didn't eat breakfast yet. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> it's better than Testicle Festival. <laughs> what well, that seems like something you want to have happen. No, no. Oh. no I do. On some time. You know, no, Ro- ticket. No. no Rocky Mountain Oysters here this morning. <laughs> No, it was actually the show Cheaters. Oh. You remember oh, the show that's... Cheaters? Yeah, yeah, but it was based in Texas. It drunk on Saturday nights. Yeah, apparently <laughs> it was based in Texas. That's oh. where they found all their cheaters. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Wow. A lot of stuff goes mm. down there. I'm just so bigger there, right? I'm still on the fact that Jess is just pulling out random Mall of America <laughs> yeah. restaurants. Yeah. Benny Hanna! <laughs> she could have done ones that, w- that were old. Yeah. Cafe. Yeah. Cafe Odyssey. <laughs> Legoland. <Yeah. laughs> Long John Silver. Just putting out ideas oh, for the next reality. You know? Long John yeah. Silver's is still there. It is. It's oh. the it, the only Long John's left in our state. Oh. It's so sad. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Oh, maybe I'll oh. go there since I can't have my fish fry tonight. Maybe I'll go. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go to Long John's for 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 lunch. Get oh. get that big yeah. sack. Throw it Girl. in the garbage. They won't know. Right. No. They'll never Nobody know. Nobody has to know. Nobody, Nobody has, has to know. know. Here's our last question for Jess and Q in our 2000s reality TV WTF. I'm sorry to say, Jess and Q, you're not going to win with this question, but you might get some dignity back by answering this correctly. We'll try. Running for six seasons in late night syndication, what t- uh, series set up one eligible contestant with four suitors who they would cut down to one throughout the half hour show? I remember this, but I can't give a name. I feel like this just describes any dating show that's <laughs> ever been on TV. So this is very it difficult. It would like knock them out. It was late like night. Something was single, maybe. 
five seconds. No, it's syndicated. Syndicated. Oh, I was it's gonna say called, singled out. No, it's called eliminate. Oh, that was all oh, right. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half point. That was. <laughs> that you was just mumbled that the first part. You didn't hear it. It said eliminate. <laughs> <laughs> and Holly, that was syndicated, right? That was syndicated. It was a syndicated. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm here to tell you, with a score of a four to two. Jason and Alexis, you have won our WTF this morning. Woo! Another point on the roster for you. Team My Talk Academy, you put in the old college try and you did a good job. We'll I think this was time. a setup being here, actually, guys. But you're I do too. Point. I feel like there's there's something devious <laughs> nope. going on here. What are we doing uh, for Project Down and Dirty this year? Oh, yeah. Any. I don't even know what that is. is that- oh, um, good. We're not, not doing it then. To say. You oh! just heard. She doesn't even know what that is. It means we're not doing it. Yay! That's Yay! a binding contract. Yay! Breaking That's news. Hey, Jess, can you tell us about their... Don't listen to them. I didn't say anything. Hey, Jess, can you tell us about Second Chance Romance, too? Yeah. You got one Tuesday and Thursday next week. That's right. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, UBU. Have a fantastic weekend. We love you so very much. Don and Steve Experience up next.